Our scripture reading today comes from Isaiah chapter 60, verses 1 through 6. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will appear over you. Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look around. They all gather together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from far away, and your daughters shall be carried on their nurses' arms. Then you shall see and be radiant. Your heart shall thrill and rejoice, because the abundance of the sea shall be brought to you, and the wealth of the nations shall come to you. A multitude of camels shall cover you, and the young camels of Midian and Ephah. All those from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and frankincense, and shall proclaim the praise of the Lord. We continue our scripture in Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, asking, Where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising, and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men, and learned from them the exact time when this star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word so that I may go also and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped <clears throat> over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Today we hear a familiar story and a familiar set of scriptures. We hear about wise men traveling from the east looking for the king of the Jews. We hear of a light coming into the world, the glory of the Lord rising among the people. And when we put these two concepts together, we get an idea that the world has been given the gift of a great light that we find in Christ. And I think that sometimes we are so focused on the gifts that those wise men of the East were bringing. Their gold, their frankincense, their myrrh. We don't stop to think about why they were bringing those gifts. We don't think about what it was they were honoring. What it is they were celebrating. It's no small thing for them to come looking for a new king. It's especially not a small thing for them to be looking for a newborn king that would have been predicted. Now, we don't know where they came from. We don't know how far they traveled. Contrary to the very popular idea of 
there being three wise men of the East, we know there were more than one. And that's all. Now, in my head, I always imagined that there were more than three. At least more than three in this traveling caravan. That they would have needed supplies if they were traveling very far. They would have needed money. They would have needed a lot of things. And so, I imagine that there would have been quite a few. Especially because of something that it says about all of Jerusalem. We're told Herod was frightened. And all Jerusalem with him. Now, to me, it seems odd if they would have been frightened by a couple of people. But if there had been a caravan of people coming to Jerusalem looking for the king of the Jews, I can only imagine the trouble that would have stirred up. They had to have been welcomed as foreign emissaries, as powerful people, because of the fact that Everyone seems to recognize these are important people, which puts that much more emphasis on what they find. These very important people, welcomed, welcomed by the rulers, go and they find a child with his mother. Now, we often imagine this as occurring in the manger, but they say they found him in a house. And we later find that he might have been uh, up to two years old when they found him. So some time may have passed from the shepherds adoring him to these wise men of the east. But they come with gifts to honor a king. And they come with gifts to honor a gift given to the world. The gift of Christ, the light of the world. They share these gifts as a way of saying thank you. As a way of saying, we hear you, we see you, we support you, we believe you. They wouldn't have traveled all this way for nothing. So they come this far, and they travel this far, to see the light of the world. This gift, the light that Christ brings into the world. Sometimes it seems to him. Sometimes it seems that we hear more tragedy than triumph. We hear more sorrow than joy. But as we set our sights on a new year and think about all those that have passed, there's something about the future that always brings me hope. I think about this light of the world. That darkness shall cover the earth and thick darkness the peoples, but the Lord will arise upon you and his glory will appear over you. Christ hadn't done anything spectacular to bring these wise men from the east. But they came and they paid homage with gifts, expensive gifts. They came and they rejoiced. They came and they rejoiced because of what would be. They came and they rejoiced because of what was going to happen. And I think that's something that sometimes we miss. That they aren't rejoicing because they said, oh, we found him and here he is ruling 
Israel. No, they found him who would rule. They were looking ahead. They saw this gift of light being brought into the world and they rejoiced for what it would do. Not today, but in the future. So I think it's appropriate that as we look ahead to a new year, that we think about the hope that Christ gives us. Our light. Shining even when things are dark. That it gives us hope for a brighter tomorrow. A future that is worth living for all of us. That we may help each other and grow in Christ together. That we may see this new year as an opportunity to do new good. To meet new people. To learn new things. To grow in God. To grow in love. To be ever more faithful and ever more diligent in sharing the light. We may have walked in darkness, but we have seen a great light in Christ. We have known his love and his mercy. Let us never forget. Let us always be willing to celebrate with gifts of joy, gifts of happiness, that we may celebrate Christ in our lives and the hope he gives us in this year and the next, in this life and the next that we are united together in his light and his glory, always and forever. Amen.